I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm Jill. I'm a heroin addict. Among other things. Um, hmm. Okay, where do I even begin? All right. Let's see. So I'm from a small town on the Big Island of Hawaii. Just, just going a little background about me first. Um, came from a big family, good family, you know. Um, I have two brothers, same age as me. We're triplets. Um, you guys don't know how to do math. <laughs> no, it's weird. Um, but anyways, and I have like two sisters. One's like 20 years older than me. Um, another one's like 12 years older. So it's like a really interesting, I don't know, family moment that we have going on. I'm scared. No. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Um, like I said, yeah, I came from a really good family. Like my mom is a fucking judge. My dad is the director of liquor control for our island <laughs> i know isn't that crazy <laughs> and here i am i mean but yeah no seriously and it like i mean honestly that more than anything like kind of fucked me up a lot growing up and being like this obviously you know it made me feel like what the fuck is like wrong with me looking at my family and shit like that um but other than that yeah i had a good childhood Obviously, my parents are really good parents. Um, I don't know. Um, anyways, I don't know. I just, I don't even know why I started acting out, but I did um, when I was, like, you know, little. Pretty, li pretty little. By, like, eighth grade, I was already smoking weed, drinking. But, you know, like, what, like, little kid doesn't do, not little kid, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not that little, but you know, like, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Um, high school, didn't do that great, obviously, I spent most of my time fucking smoking weed. Um, but that was it, so that was fine, right? I don't have a problem. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't until, like, a little bit, like, right after I graduated, I think I was, like, 17, my like little love affair with opiates began. Um, I remember like we all started like, me and my like buddies that I like smoked weed with all the time, we started like mixing like fucking like pills and like soda, a little night cool moment, like making like some kind of like ghetto <laughs> lean, you know? But like, I don't know, I just tried it one time and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like what are the downsides to this, you know? It just felt great. I didn't wake up with a hangover. I wasn't, like, fucking incoherent or, like, blacking out. I was like, this is the best stuff ever, like, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nobody told me about the part where you start getting um, withdrawals. <laughs> Nobody mentioned that to me, you know what I mean? So I just kept doing it. I thought everything was fine. I felt great. Life was amazing for, like, a few months. <laughs> And um, even when I did start getting withdrawals, I was in such deep denial about it, like legit for like weeks on end. I would just get like this phantom flu that I couldn't like shake, but only at nighttime. It was weird. Like, <laughs> I, it didn't occur to me that maybe I was um, withdrawing. And then even when it did occur to me that I was starting to withdraw, um, I thought it was from the NyQuil. <laughs> literally i would be like no thank you no nyquil for me i would be like so sick like my friends would like come over and try to like get me to come out i'm like in my bed like fucking you know you know um i'd be like okay i'm gonna go out but in my pajamas and then as soon as i would like 
do some pills i would be fucking fine and then everyone's like looking at me like why are you out like at the bar in your pajamas right now <laughs> like literal for like weeks this happened <laughs> every single night um and but no yeah it's not the fucking pills though it was the nyquil you know um that's what i thought anyways um then after that everyone started like you know smoking shit off a of foil and just like zoe i was like what the fuck is it you know what i mean like hell no i don't want to do that like I'm, I'm good i just like drink this like little drink thing that i have going on with no nyquil at this point um you know i just thought that was like really fucked up and like really weird until i tried it and then nothing was ever the same after that um you know um no, where was I going with this? But yeah, no, then I started started smoking it off of a foil. Never looked back to the fucking whatever the fuck that shit was, you know what I mean? It was just that was not cool anymore. I just wanted to smoke. Um, just oxys off a of foil, but I was like, at least it's not heroin, you know, until I tried heroin and then <laughs> and then I don't know. And I only started doing that, um, because I was just, like, dating, like, the guy that was, like, selling me the oxys, and I was, like, cutting into his supply by, like, smoking it. So he's, like, if you're sick, try this. Like, it's the same thing. And that's how I started doing heroin. But it was, um, I thought it would be the same thing, but it wasn't. For some weird reason, I don't know, for me anyways, it was, um, it hit me a lot harder. I, I never felt so sick in my life, but like all the time, you know what I mean? When I was like high on it, I was nauseous throwing up. If I was withdrawing, I was fucking nauseous, fucking throwing up. But for some reason I couldn't stop and I loved it. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and I don't know. And for the better part of the next like 10 years, that's what I did. I couldn't get away from it, but I told myself at least it's not like I'm not doing meth, you know what I mean? Until I started doing that too, or but then at least it's not crack. Until I started doing that too, you know, and pretty much everything else under the sun. My last rationalization is that at least I don't like shoot it up, which I. That's the one thing I've never tried, but that rationalization kept me out for like way longer than it should have. You know what I mean? Like, I never like got to that level, so I was like, I don't have a fucking problem right now. Um, and I mean, there are like times, like when I, after I started doing heroin, it maybe took a matter of like three months before my life got like super shitty. I was like living in Vegas at that time. Um, I had a house when I first started doing the heroin. Next thing you know, I was like living in my car in a matter of like three months. Found myself pregnant um, with no belongings except for barely even my car. Um, and my mom just like showing up in Vegas one day, like randomly, like literally, like all I remember is that I fucking was like sleeping at my brother's house. I fucking woke up cause all my shit was in his car and my car was gone and I was withdrawing, it was super bad. So I just like went back to sleep, woke up to my mom fucking pounding at the door. Um, and all I could care about was that my fucking heroin was in the car. You know what I mean? Like, she literally flew from Hawaii to come get me because, like, everybody could just tell I was, like, fucked up already. And it was only been, like, three months. Um, so anyways, yeah, that was fun. Like, my mom had to, like, take me to get an abortion and then take me to get um, all of my belongings from every, like, random pawn shop in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I still didn't stop. I ended up moving back home to Hawaii. 
I put together in the course of like, I don't know, the last 10 years, like I said, I put together like a couple months here and there, but every single time, like another rationalization would like take me back out. The first one I think was like after I had like maybe like six months, I was like, oh, well, I can just hang out with like my my using friends again. You know what I mean? Like I'm strong. Like, <laughs> um, and other ones. You know what I mean? Like I can just do it this like one time. Like I I, I got this. You know what I mean? Like it's fine. Um, or like let me just like drink and do coke. And I consider myself like sober because I was just drinking and doing coke, but I'm not doing heroin or like meth. You know, for uh, quite some time until I got a DUI which you would think that would make me want to stop but instead my mind went to like I never got arrested like doing heroin so let me go back to that until I did <laughs> um, and then that time was really bad because then I had to go to jail you know um, I guess I should say in the meet in somewhere in the course of all that I had a son um, didn't know I was like pregnant with him for like the first couple months so I just ended up I was using I mean even after I had an inclination I was like pregnant with him didn't really want to know so I still kept using I mean but then once I like really knew though I stopped like it took a while but like I stopped um so I think I had almost a year clean like two I was like two weeks shy of like making a year clean in between the time I was like pregnant and after I had him um but at the time my, his dad was still using which was like really hard, but I like hated drugs because that fucker was like still using the whole time I was pregnant. So once again, I thought I was fucking cured. I never worked a program. I thought like this 12 step shit was a fucking cult at that time. You know what I mean? Like I never went to rehab before that. I thought I could do it on my own. Um, and I had almost a year, so I was like, I'm fucking fine. But all it took was him like to piss me off like one time, just like just enough and just be like, well, if you're so mad, you want to smoke something I was like yeah you know and literally I was like I'm just gonna do it this one time again then I was like okay I'm just gonna do it for the weekend then I was like okay I'm gonna I was like two weeks shy of making a year so I was like I'll just like do it until like my one year and then I'm just gonna like get clean on that time I was supposed to make a year you know what I mean like same exact date but like obviously that two weeks came and went and it took me about like two and a half years after that in that time, I lost my son because I started fucking just going off. I was homeless for a while. Me and my baby daddy just running the streets fucking. We didn't even have a phone, no car, nothing. So we'd be walking around for like 12 hours like every day because we got to like, you know, like physically like get up and like find fucking somebody to like pick up from. And then like randomly on the streets or this boy like living under a bridge have to like crawl up under a bridge. Sometimes he wasn't home and then he just had to keep on fucking walking, you know, like that shit sucks fucking terrible now I hate walking and I always have to no you know what I mean and I have to I tell myself like I fucking walk for miles every day to get fucking drugs so I can walk like 10 feet you know like I, <laughs> I don't know but anyways um yeah in that time I mean I was homeless but I also like there was times where I was up and sometimes I was down mostly when I was down down and out, down bad. It was because of my baby daddy. <laughs> it was because my baby daddy. Every time we went to jail, I was chilling, making hella money, selling drugs, all this shit. You know what I mean? So I just thought I was fine. Um, and even though there were sometimes I just really wanted to quit, I just didn't know how. Um, honestly, that was like all I knew for my whole adult life. I remember like just not wanting to be away from my son anymore. 
so much all the time and my answer to that was selling drugs like <laughs> I don't know like I was like I, if I make enough money every day I can just go home and be with my son but that's not obviously not how it went it's just like the more money I made the more drugs I, I had more drugs than I could ever fucking do in my I don't know like you know what I mean like more than I needed but I just it was never enough and so I just was never ever at home anymore until I got arrested um thank god luckily my baby daddy was in jail when I got arrested I mean was out of jail when I got arrested so I, I didn't have shit on me like really you know what I mean I didn't get like a huge charge or anything um just like a stolen car moment I didn't steal the car I didn't steal the car though okay I did I know everybody says this but I did not know that car was stolen like <laughs> I would just say that like, I, I was just in it um but anyways I mean that really that shit really fucking sucked and even then they gave me a chance to go to rehab before sending me to jail didn't do that obviously because I once again didn't have a problem so um eventually they just got over my shit made me go to jail for um several months and the only reason I was willing to go to treatment after that was to get out of jail you know so obviously I relapsed after that time um but that um I don't know that last run that I went on it like literally like lasted like once again like a matter of like three months and my life was just like super fucking shitty I was pretty over it but still like not over it enough to want to like get clean on my own like the only reason I came out here is because they told me um like you can either go to California and go to treatment or you can go to jail so obviously like why would I not choose California um but I still wasn't happy about fucking being here at all. Um, I just thought I would go through the motions um, and just, you know, get that piece of paper saying I graduated so I didn't have to go back in when I got home. Um, I still was try very much trying to use like in detox. So it's like the only thing keeping me alive was like making this plan with this like random bitch that was in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like that we're gonna fucking AMA and we're gonna like, you know, but I was like, I'm not gonna AMA cause I need my purse with my money. So when I get out, I'm gonna call you. And like, thank God, God shot like COVID like literally started like happening. Like it became a real thing. Like in that two weeks that I was like in detox. So when I came out, there was like a whole like I don't know, like, lockdown. Yeah, you guys all know what I'm talking about. Like, you experienced this, went through it, right? Okay, that was happening, like, literally, like, the day I got out of detox, um, which I think now is a god shot. At the time, I was like, fuck, my life, you know? I had this whole fucking plan. <laughs> so, like, thinking about how to, like, sneak out of my sober living and, like, come back, but I didn't. Mostly out of, like, laziness, but, like, thank God. No, for real, it was, like, really, like, the house house managers fucking doors like right by the front you know frenzy the other door the other house manager is like right by the other one i'm like making this whole plan but anyways um so i did it and somehow in that time i don't know what happened i think i just started to like surrender you know um I'm not, I don't even know, like, okay, honestly, I don't exactly know, but something weird happened, maybe it was a spiritual awakening, but all I know is that I just, yeah, I guess I just surrendered, and I just became willing to do the work, and not just for, um, to go through the motions, and, like, bullshit people, um, it was, like, really weird, I think it's, like, when the obsession started, like, lifting, after I had, like, a little bit of time, I realized like maybe there is such a thing 
as like a higher power i'm not gonna say god i had a really hard time with the whole god thing you guys like honestly that's why i didn't want to work a 12-step program i remember when i first went got to treatment i was like i'm gonna do like smart recovery or something because i don't like believe in god you know like i don't know like i thought like every fucking saying that they had in like aa everything was like fucking weird cliche super like not cool you know what i mean like I, and now i'd be saying that shit all the time <laughs> yeah like every <laughs> there's literally like a saying one of those little sayings for everything it's like so annoying i hate it when i say it out loud to this day um but it's true um anyways what was i talking about um but yeah i don't know I think that was, like, the first inclination that I had that, like, maybe I do have a higher power when my mind was just not, like, obsessing over drugs. And that's all my mind knew how to do for, like I said, the better part of fucking 10 years. You know what I mean? Um, so, anyways, I just ended up staying. I became, like, willing to do the work um, and willing to take suggestion, which was, like, a very, very hard thing for me to do at first. Um, and once I started taking suggestions other than from myself, um, I don't know, just my life started like automatically getting better. It was like really weird, you know, because when I would only take my own suggestions, obviously, like when I was the captain of my own ship, that ship was fucking sinking and I was fine with it. Didn't know what else to do, you know, but I just started taking suggestions from other people got a sponsor got yelled at not wanting to get a sponsor first but ended up finding like a really fucking dope sponsor um started just doing the work with her getting into the steps um doing everything she or like anybody that had more time than me told me to do really and things just started happening you know what i mean like it just was like wow this is like going i think this is going great right now like um but yeah, uh, ended up like graduating from the little program home and I was in after like six months. At first when I got there, I was like, I'm gonna stay 30 days. Then somehow they tricked me into staying there like 90 in order to graduate. But I ended up staying like six months. And in that time, yeah, they all tricked me into wanting to stay sober, clean for the rest of my life. No, I'm just, I, no, I really, that's, so, that's wild to me because that was not my intention at all when I got here, you know, I, not at all. Even when I first got here, I was like, okay, nice. Like I'm gonna get clean so I can go home and make more money selling drugs. But like, obviously, um, I mean, that's what kept me here in the beginning. So that's fine. But like, I realize now like that, obviously that's not gonna work out for me. And like the peace of mind I get from like not doing any more sketchy shit in my life is amazing so i wouldn't want to like trade that for anything um today i have like i think today i have like 515 days if you're bad at math thank you yeah. I, I don't know i'm bad at math but and if you're bad at math too i think that's like a year and like five months which is like obviously the longest time i've ever had um I get to, yeah, my sponsor always tells me these are the things we get to do. I get to work with, you know, a lot of amazing women. I get to see all these, like, beautiful, most of these beautiful faces every day. Right. Kennedy. <laughs> like, you know, um, it's just crazy. Like, I, I don't know. All I did, and I didn't do anything, like, fucking crazy to get here except just take suggestion and be willing to, like, just 
do things that I didn't want to do like this for example like speaking right now didn't really want to do it you know but just be willing to just like go out of your comfort zone and do things that you normally wouldn't um has helped me so much like legit like I don't know I ended up like like my rehab okay the rehab I went to like in Hawaii I was like literally the worst client everybody fucking hated me over there all of the staff hated me I got like kicked out of the same sober living like five times and now I like have the keys to my own sober living you know like it's just that's just wild to me because I was like a little over a year ago you know um like legit like I, I i if somebody did that to me you know what i mean like tried to like sneak back in after they got kicked out and like steal all their shit back i would fucking be pissed you know but that was me you know isn't that crazy um but yeah i get to just i don't know i have the my family back i'm like working on getting my son back um i get to go home pretty soon yeah and like be with my son again my parents trust me with him um, my relationship with my baby dad, he's got over a year clean too now. It's healthy, which I never thought it would be. You know what I mean? We we're so toxic. Um, I think, I mean, my life isn't perfect by any means, but it's like getting, like, not perfect, but it's like on the right track now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, but how much time, like, do I have to keep talking or what? <laughs> like, oh okay I can do this <laughs> um no but yeah it's it's just good now you know like one day at a time I don't know like your life's not automatically gonna get like fucking like like perfect from fucking staying clean but I tell you one thing it's gonna get like way better like I don't know I remember like going to meetings before and feeling bad for the people at the meetings because I thought their lives were like boring and like you know what I mean like why like you're gonna that's all you have to do is like spend your time at like meetings but now like like I said I wouldn't trade this like peace of mind for fucking literally anything you know like just my life was surrounded with so much chaos before I just didn't even know what this could feel like I didn't think it was possible for me anyways um but yeah get a sponsor work the steps you know take suggestions from people that are not yourself um and yeah take it one day at a time I don't know thank you for letting me share Good job.